What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Thanks, Sedano. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. Just made sure I have to get that in Very excited, though. Very, very excited. Super excited. So is uh, Pat Bev. So have you guys heard about the vacant Beverly Hills Bistro that has been transformed into the set of a 1980s sitcom about four women living in Miami, but it's also a working restaurant? Well, it's real and it's popping. The Golden Girls Kitchen which is a pop-up restaurant themed after the beloved TV show, has been so popular that they've released more reservation dates after the initial wave sold out. So whether you have or have not heard of it, um, I guess a lot of people tried to get in, get into the reservations to see this Golden Girls-themed restaurant, and they got shut out. And so now they're sticking around a little longer than they originally planned, so they've released more reservations. You can check them out at goldengirls.kitchen. And I guess people are coming from all over California, even other places in the country, just to see the pop-up eatery. The so. website is goldengirls.kitchen? Mm-hmm. Yep. Really? Not .com, not .co, not .org, not .anything else? No, that's what their uh, social I mean, media kitchen. says. Goldengirls.kitchen. Yeah, wow. Yep. You can order things like lasagna and, you know, all kinds of home comfort food mm-hmm. and take photos. I did this with, like, a, the Saved by Bell uh, pop-up. And it's just like the set from the show. Now, really? mm-hmm. Laura, just taking a look for, at it here. Didn't Janice go to the this thing or no? No, I uh, I talked about it a while ago. Because I see now on the website there's Golden Girls Kitchen, L.A., New York Whoa. City, San Francisco, Miami, Chicago. So they've got a bunch of these Golden Girl pop up deals. It says now open in L.A. and coming to your city soon. Wow. And it was so popular that again they got more dates open. Which again they did this with Saved by the Bell because. I went to that pop-up, and I was so bummed that I missed out on it twice. And then they kept extending it and extending it because everyone just kept going to it. Did so, they have, like, a, a waiter like like that was, like, Screech? Yeah. He was like, do you want a Mr. Belding burger? Like, anything like that? Um, No, but they were all themed, like, you know, like the TV show had the Max uh, T-shirts on and everything like that. So, similar situation if you love the Golden Girls and you want to act like you're in the movie. I mean, the show, you know, take pictures and have the whole experience. They have more dates open, so check mm. it out. If they had one for, out, like, Gabby. Sanford and Son, I would do that. They have all kinds of them. They had a Stranger Things one at one point. Really? Yeah, I'm sure they've got well, whatever your show is, Cap, which I don't even know what your show would be. I don't know, but Stranger Things, I'm still only four episodes in. It's better than three episodes, but you I'm only four episodes anything, in. You never finish anything, so you no. don't yeah. that. So you don't really have, like, a show. Well, like I'm watching House show. of the Dragon right now. I'm three episodes into that, and I yeah. think, thankfully what George explained to me Lakers yesterday. One? How many episodes are you into that? I'm, I'm, I'm completely current on the Lakers' legacy. Completely current. How many episodes? I think I'm four or five in. I think five. Five, yeah. I think five in. Hmm. I'm at the uh, – this, this last episode was the trade for Shaquille – and the drafting of Kobe and the departure of Vladi and that whole situation. Actually, there was also the Magic comeback, you know, when Nick Van Exel was a young player and they were like, hey, Magic's looking pretty good. Why don't we bring him back? And Magic came back and it was a mess. There was also the Magic coaching the Lakers part of all of it. It was a really good episode, Legacy. But then again, you know this also for you. I mean, it's I'm boring. just saying, and I know the people in the community have been a little snipey about it. Sorry, bro, that I know the history of your team better than you do sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, you know? <laughs> not my fault. Yeah, it you is. Should, it is your fault. More. It is your fault. You should have not paid attention to the Lakers growing up. That it is your fault. I'm just saying. I you know, sorry that I'm well read. Um. So anyway, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. Um. So real quick, Cappy. Yes, sir. So 
ESPN does this college football playoff predictor thing, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. all season long. You go to the website, and it's there, and they update it, obviously, every week. And the top of it is is not surprising, right? Like, if you had to guess who, like, the top two or three are, who, are, who would you say they like are? Like Alabama, Georgia, yeah. those kinds yeah. of schools, you know? Correct. So Alabama's number one at 84%. Ohio State at 80% is number right. two. Georgia's at 77%. And Clemson is the top four at 61%. Okay. What right. do you think USC is? Like, what number? Um, if I had to guess, I, w- I would think USC, the way they open the season, probably like flirting around like 12, 13-ish, you know, somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah, 11. Oh, really? Yeah, 11. Yeah, so 5% chance is the, at the moment. Mm. Um, but they are behind. I already mentioned the top four. Michigan would be five. Notre Dame would be six. Uh, at an 18% chance, Texas, which will change, obviously, when they Texas. get their butts kicked. Well, they'll get their butts kicked by Alabama this week. Right. And that will they'll get destroyed, off. not even in the same league. 11%. Wait, but Texas is back, remember? No, oh, right. Not. No, they're not. Um, Miami, and they're not going to be there either. Um, 9% at the moment. Baylor. Uh, Baylor could win the Big 12. That, that can happen. Um, at 9%. Oklahoma at 6%. And USC at 5%. So. Okay, and does it – now, you ended at USC at 11. Uh, and then they've got uh, – Three, two more with an actual chance of like, uh, with, with like, they basically they only have thirteen teams on here, and it's basically teams that have you know better than a one percent chance. Okay, uh, just the other curious two teams though. Are Tennessee and Penn State are the other Tennessee. Teams. Yeah, really. Well, they're about yeah. to get smacked down this weekend by my Pitt Panthers. I mean, maybe we're gonna find out if your Pitt Panthers are for real. Right. I mean, that was a big win last week. The backyard brawl. Right. That's and right. Keated Slovis. You know, I really actually love that, seeing Keaton Slovis playing for Pitt and JT Daniels playing for West Virginia. I actually found that to be, even if I wasn't you know, into the game the way I was, I th- think that's super interesting. Just like I think, George, I was looking around at college football this past yeah, but weekend. But you hated the transfer portal. Yeah, I mean, I, it's not that I hate the transfer portal. I, I feel like... I feel like it's so easy, like it's just free agency every year, you know. Like, and and this is an old guy thing, so here goes. Like right. back in my but, day, but now you like it. Well, when I was playing college football, if you transferred, you had to sit out a year, I and mean, yeah. they penalized you. Yeah. Now everybody can transfer every year, you know, and As move they around. Should. Yeah, I mean, I guess for me, again, I'm just kind of old school, you know, be true to your school kind of thing. Right. You know, then I loved you, my then school. Then you got to take back that you liked uh, JT Daniels versus Keaton Slovis. Well, I liked it very much, as a matter of fact. But, you know, the well, other take thing it back. is... Take it back, because you're I old school. I don't want to. I don't want no. to. I like that. You're old school. Are you old school or you're new school? I'm a little of both, I guess. No, you're not middle school. Well, I say I'm old school because, you know, I feel like back in my day, you were loyal to your school. Transferring was pretty rare, kind of, back then. But I'm new school because I say cool things like Slay Queen. So, you know, I'm kind of a half-and-half guy. You sussy, you know? man. You sussy. You also sussy. say things like sled. Yeah. What yeah, you, you did. Sled? You called Lindsay's car a sled. Oh, that's day. true. I did call it a sled. But then yesterday when I was but with I Lindsay. But I called it a whip. Well, yesterday I said to Lindsay, I said, yo, how's the new whip? I he did. did. He I did. did. I, I moved over to whip. <laughs> and then I, Sedano jokingly said, I like your new sled. No, oh, actually, I, I said, I said, what is it that he's he like, called well, it? Yeah, well, what did he call it? And then he was like, oh, I like the sled. Yeah. You know, I mean, sled and wheels and I don't know, whip. I've never really heard whip Well, whip, before. I believe, if I recall correctly, originally was, um, and now it's a car, but I believe the original um, was, to a, was a Mercedes Benz. That was a if whip? I, if I recall correctly. But yeah, people have been calling it a whip for years, Cap. Where you been? Yeah. 
Um, I don't know. I guess I've been uh, busy learning other words like uh, lit Slay. and fire. Oh, this one, this one goes back like a good 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Come really? On, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But, you know, George, talking about those two quarterbacks that faced off, the two former USC quarterbacks, yeah. both kids, by the way, um, you know, they've got these Southern California ties, right? Yeah. When you're watching college football this past weekend, the quarterback at Alabama – is a kid from out this way, Bryce right? Young. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, the kid from Ohio State is it CJ Stroud? Stroud? Also. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's a Southern California kid. It just it just seems like uh, the kid from Notre Dame, even though he's not uh, LA, well, he's from San Diego, from, from Clemson. DJ Uyunglele. Right there, you go. There. I mean, it is amazing how many like five star high school quarterbacks there are in the Southern section of the CIF, and yep. then how they disperse around the country, and then how they wind up playing for the biggest of the big-time schools. Yeah. So I, I find that super interesting. I love to follow kids' careers from high school to college to the NFL or whatever pro league they play in. Yeah. And so there's just a ton of them. I mean, just all these kids that were high school superstars in Southern California now are the superstar quarterbacks of college football. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. when you. It is cool. It. Yeah, Bryce Young, Cathedral, and then Modern Day after that. Um, yeah, I mean, look, these guys are all really good. And, and I mean, Bryce Young to me, look, he was incredible, I thought, last year. And, and maybe C.J. Stroud becomes a better pro prospect. But, wow, when Bryce Young spoke at the Heisman last year, I was like, this, I'm a fan of this kid forever now. Just the way he just presented himself was incredible, I thought. Yeah, it's super cool. I mean, it really is to have all so, these high school stars turn out to be the yeah. biggest of the big-time colleges. I, for one, love this stuff. Okay. Well, now, now you love it, but you hated it a second ago. Well, I didn't like the transfer portal, but now that it, you know, it turned now out my you're okay way, I liked it. it. Now I'm all right. Yeah. Okay, good, good. See, you know, Cappy, don't be so rigid. I'm flexible, dude. I'm very flexible. I'm not an absolutist. Somebody okay. used to tell me that all the time. Don't be an absolutist. Exactly. Now, let me ask you this. What is a realistic expectation for USC? Before we go and get Travis on the phone. I would say realistic expectation is, without exaggeration, winning the conference. I think that it will so be you, hard. Got to beat Utah. Yeah, and, and I think that's doable. When we go on our road trip to Utah. Although somebody put in our group text today, I did. A, a there's concert. a de- there, there's a Cascade and uh, Dead Mouse uh, concert in Cancun. Okay, so wouldn't you rather go to a Dead Meow concert? Well, we, could, we could do both. What the Dead Meow concert's not till December. <laughs> oh, I thought it was the same weekend of the no, Utah USC game. December, December. Let's go to the Dead Meow concert. We can't. I would want to go to do that just to see you there. Oh, just dude, I will rock out to some dead meow. <laughs> I will. I'm serious. <laughs> um, George, listen. I think USC can beat Oregon, and I think USC yeah. can beat Utah. Now, uh, what maybe. is that based on? It's based on Utah going on the road and losing to an unranked Florida team. No, but that Florida team is good. Now yeah, they're they, ranked 12th. Though. Right. They went from being unranked to being ranked. You know, but you they're good. Yeah, they're good. Um, but I think, again, USC played Rice. I don't want to get too hyped up about it. What I'm saying is new coach and staff, lots of new quality players, guys that were big time at other schools. I just have high expectations. I'm not one of these wait around and see kind of guys. I'm like, let's do it this year. Okay. Uh, what yeah, do you I, think? I, what do you think I, is a realistic I expectation? Think de- I don't think their defense is ready to do that. You don't think their, their defense is ready to win the Pac-12? I don't think their defense is good enough to beat uh, Utah, no. All right, well, I'm going to be watching as the weeks go on. I mean, this week against Stanford, 
I would say this is a big game. You know, you, yeah. it's your first conference I mean, no, game. I, I mean, look, it's a rival, and I don't think Stanford. I don't know how good Stanford is this year. I'm not going to sit here and try to guess, but um, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see. It's certainly a bigger test than Rice, that's for sure. Yeah. Hey, coming up next. Speaking of Rice, a man who loves his food is Travis Rogers. Uh, all right, we're going to pick his brain. He's going to be our neutral arbiter on this Rams-Bills thing, and then we're going to ask him about your stupidity. We'll get to all that coming up in two minutes. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Wow, shot at Sliwa. I know. What lasted longer, Chevy Chase's short-lived TV show or Sliwa at night? Sliwa after dark. En la noche. And Travis Rogers of Travis and Slee joins us now. Now, you know Morales did that knowing you were coming on, right? Like he wanted to <laughs> of course put so. you in that yeah. spot. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Look, I, I, I'm well aware of the timing of everything and the, the purposefulness behind it, and I think that uh, Chevy lasted longer. <laughs> Trav, now, what's going on what are you doing this afternoon i'm curious what do you do it's 5 17 in the afternoon you've been off since uh you know one o'clock what are you up to i did a little podcast and now i'm watching a little tv i watch a little dodger action and i'm i'm getting ready for my uh my rams action tomorrow i got the pregame at 3 30 and uh i can't wait i gotta be honest i i yeah. when you get in the middle of football season it, it feels like okay you you kind of want a little sunday to just go drink beer and eat some wings along the way but right now I can't wait. I cannot wait for tomorrow. It's so I fun. Know. Dude, yeah. it's grind so, time, pal. So you're you're going to be our, our neutral arbiter here, uh, Travis. I'm glad okay. you brought that up because Cappy and I were uh, discussing the uh, – look, first of all, I mean, we can get into the football stuff with you in a second. Like, you know, we both kind of are wondering how are they underdogs in this situation, but we can get to that in a second. <laughs> but we're talking about the fan situation where, look – the Bills Mafia travels. They they do. It doesn't matter what time of year it is. Now that their team is good, they ba- basically missed the playoffs for two decades. And we've got Uber drivers calling in and telling us that the Bills fans are here. And, you know, Cappy <laughs> thinks it's going to be an overwhelming Rams crowd. And I, I just don't know if I buy that really almost against any opponent. But let me just but you. let me lay out my side of it for a second. So, Travis, look, in 2016, when the Rams in the Coliseum hosted the Bills, yeah, I was there. There were a lot of Bills fans there that day. But it's Mm -hmm. all these years later, number one, and number two, the Rams just won the Super Bowl. So on opening night in the Super Bowl stadium where the home team won it, this is the time where there's going to be more Rams fans. And I'm saying it's going to be overwhelming. It'll be a a much bigger Rams crowd. You said 80-20. Yeah, I'll take 80-20. No chance in hell it's 80-20. Yeah, that's what I got. No chance. I think 80-20 is about right. I'm going to go Team Cappy on this one because – 
it is the opener. If this were week two, I think it's totally different. I think that the Bills Mafia is probably better represented. But because it's a show, and, and look, let's be honest, you guys know how it goes here, that whenever the, the opposite, the, the out-of-town team comes in, they've always got a pretty, conting- a pretty good contingent of fans, unless it's some you know, new crappy team like Jacksonville or something or Carolina, which we'll see a little bit later in the season. A team like the Bills is going to have people come in. But people here, you know, Rams fans obviously going to go, but people want to see a show, right? They want to go see the thing as as much as they want to go see a football game. And there's going to be an Aussie concert. They're going to drop the banner. And and there's going to be a lot of people that just want to see that. So I think it'll be mostly L.A. folks. So drop the banner, by the way. Drop rather than unfurl. Yeah, is it unfurled or is it dropped? Is it raised? What are we doing here with this banner? Do you know? So I saw a picture where it's 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 up. I think it will be unveiled to, ah. to use the proper oh. terminology. Okay. I believe Different. there will be an unveiling, George. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. Now let's just yeah. talk for one second, guys, about Ozzy Osbourne for a yeah, second. No, wait, wait. Before he gets to Ozzy Osbourne, let yeah. me tell him what he needs to do for us. <laughs> you dope. Oh God. Um, you need to be the. You're going to be there, right, tomorrow, Travis? Yep. Okay. We need you to be the neutral arbiter. So here's where okay. we are on the show in regards to the uh, the Bills Mafia attendance. So Cappy thinks 80-20. <laughs> I think more like, like you know, there'll be like a third Bills fans, basically. Like, you know, 30, 35% in that range, maybe up to 40 max, okay? Because I okay. think that, yeah, I think people will want to sell their tickets. You know, it's a lot of money. Um, and then Lindsay's crazy. Lindsay thinks it'd be like half the, uh, it's going to be like the Niners basically, which I, I don't know if I'd buy no. that, but we need you to no. be the neutral arbiter on this situation and report back to us on Friday. I've got my uh, three fingers in the air. I've got my, my best boy scout, even though I never did that because I hate the outdoors, but, uh, yes, we will. Yeah. Uh, I will do my, my honest best to give you a number. Excellent. And now yeah. Cappy, ask him yeah. about Ozzy Osbourne. Well, here's the thing. So, um, Ozzy Osbourne guys. I, we could look this up. I haven't, but he's got to be like close to eighty years old. And <laughs> yeah, apparently, right. apparently, just released the new album. I don't know why or who's going to be buying it. I know I'm not. Take your word for it. <laughs> um, why is Ozzy Osbourne of all people getting the high visibility concert at at the Rams home opener? Yeah. What the hell, man? By the way, Ozzie you Osbourne. just you guys just answered your own question. You you hear the song that's playing because that is the song that. Whether you're 70 or 50 or 30 or 20, like my 16-year-old son knows this song. When, when, when he saw that Ozzy was coming on, he said, oh, the guy that does, does Crazy Train. Like, he's going he's gonna to do Crazy Train. Everybody will like it for five minutes. And then we'll go back to forgetting that Ozzy's still alive. That's just the, the way that it's going to go tomorrow. It'll be great. I can't wait to see him. I don't know, man. I mean, listen, if it was Mick Jagger at 73 years old, I'd be like, yeah, that's cool. I mean, but wait a second. But no, but, but, but Kathy, the, the Stones and Mick Jagger, they have too many songs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do you want to go 60 Stones? Do you want to go 70 Stones, 80 Stones? Ozzy is there to play Crazy Train and leave. Right. <laughs> it's, a yes. very, it's a very specific this, assignment. Tell you this yeah, right now. I, I, he, it, he better not he's play. Gonna, he's going to nail it. He better not play one of his new songs that none of us know. Yeah. Well, yeah, well he, come on. Is he going to bring a bat, by the way? And just, <laughs> he's still doing that act. I'm just. Is that like urban no. legend or is that no. true? Did that like actually go down? I think that happened, but he doesn't do it anymore, George, because oh. the dentures don't allow him to bite through <laughs> That's fair. the head. That's fair. It okay. yeah, just gums yeah, the bat yeah, now. They're, you know? they're you know, high in saturated fats. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, you know, the bats are bony. You know what I mean? It's it's a, it's a little different these days. Um, and you know, he is seventy three, <laughs> by the way, Ozzy. Right. Um, so he's a young man. Yeah. Now let me ask you the football part of this. 
Look, the Rams, to me, are better this year. And look, the Bills are great. I'm not trying to take away from how great the Bills are. Josh Allen could be the best quarterback in the league this year, perhaps. Um, but the Rams are better than they were last year. Home dog at home, uh, uh, opening night. Like I find this to be very strange, uh, the way this, this game has played out right now in, in regards to the line. Yeah, it's funny. Like, I don't think they're better this year. I think they're really good, but I don't know if they're better. For Number one, their offensive line is new. Their their depth is – the Rams have always had a, a fairly minimum amount of depth to begin with. This is even more significant. And, look, it's the NFL guys drop. But I am surprised that they're dogs. I, I think that that's good news if you're a Rams fan. I think that Sean McVay likes these situations. I think he likes being – disrespected if that's what you want to classify this as he's never lost a home opener or an opener of any kind he's five and oh um I, I think the rams are going to win the game but i think it's more of a reflection of how much people like buffalo than they don't like the rams yeah you see that's just it is the the bills are the hype team of the year you know everybody says the bills they're the favorites in and vegas the chargers. and the, the chargers are getting a ton of that love too which means they're going to fall flat on their face all over naturally again. of course as always but you see those like george says you know the bills are great the bills had a really nice year last year yes they were very close on the road to possibly winning the afc championship or at least beating kansas city um but I, listen, they were really good a year ago. Are they great this year? We don't know yet because well, we don't know what's going to happen. But here's the thing, though, too, Cap, is that the, the and, and I agree with what you're saying. The Bills are a really good team. You know how many teams they beat last year with a winning record? Tell me. Three. Three. Okay, they, you, you play 17 games, and they beat a, winning, a, a team with a winning record three times. They are really good. But I think that they're maybe not quite as good as everybody thinks. I always think that team that's hyped up preseason has that, that letdown factor that's going to go on. I think they're going to get Kirk. Kirk has told this story a million times on, on our pregame show that opening night game, his first game in the NFL was in uh, Foxborough against the Patriots when they were dropping the banner, the whole thing. And he said that by the time that game started, the game was already over that the, the Patriots at that point were so hyped. They were just firing on all cylinders that they're again, the Raiders <laughs> just goes without saying too. We're not a good team at that point, but he said that that environment was like nothing he'd ever seen that first game after the Super Bowl. So I, I think that's a big part of it too, why the Rams are going to win. But Buffalo's good, and Allen I think is maybe the best quarterback, not named Patrick Mahomes. But I think that they're they, they feel a little inflated to me because of all the things like that. You beat three good teams last year. That's not beating up on the Jets and the Dolphins does not make you a good team necessarily. Yeah, listen, uh, yeah. everybody. everybody's all over the Bills. All I'm saying is this. On opening night at home, you mentioned the show, the Hollywoodization of this football game. I, I'm i going with the Rams. I mean, I think the Rams win the game outright. I put my money on the I Rams. Too. I do, too. I, I think it's going to be close, but I think they win. George, who are you going to bet on? Uh, I'm taking the Rams on this one, but um, I, I like them plus the points. I mean, you're going to give me a home dog, a, a team who won the Super Bowl last year. I'll take that. Defending <laughs> Super Bowl champion home dog. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, put all that in there together right. with a coach who, by the way, is, is, is certifiably crazy. And I mean, that is the most compliment I can give him. But this guy has probably been looking at this game from what? The week after the Super Bowl? Yes. I, I yes. mean, this is how he rolls. This is he's he's not going to get caught flat-footed. They're, and by the way, I'm watching ripped. I'm watching highlights from the Super Bowl last year on whatever ESPN I'm watching, ESPN2 or whatever. And dude, you just see what happened last year and you you start to remember how this all went down and how this team came together late in the year and who made big plays and uh, listen, Again, it's home. It's the emotion of opening night. It's the national TV audience. I, I got the Rams to win this game. 
Okay. Well, thanks there, Jimmy the Greek. But let me you're, ask you're Travis. Well, we, the <laughs> other very, thing we that's another very thing, contemporary reference. Thank the you. The other thing we needed to bring <laughs> him on. I'm for. waiting for an Irv Cross reference, and right. then my day is going to be. Made. You George. are looking live at Phyllis, SoFi <laughs> Stadium. <laughs> Phyllis George over here. Uh, you know. Uh, but anyway, I love Phyllis George. More <laughs> yeah. of that. Travis. So last year at the golf tournament, I don't know if you remember, but Cappy. Um, he claimed he could do like more push-ups than me. He failed miserably. He almost had a heart attack. Dr. Clapper, thankfully, was there. Um, so this year, <laughs> with oxygen, yeah. This year, he has decided somehow. Yesterday, this happened on the show. He has decided that he's going to jump rope. Right, that he can jump rope. Now, initially, he claimed he can do like the Rocky Balboa scene in like Rocky uh, Four, where he do like the crisscross stuff and all that, which we know is uh-huh. he's he's full of crap. He can't do any of that. But he claims he can do a hundred. Uh, he can jump rope a hundred times without screwing up. Do you believe he can actually accomplish that feat? So I have I have follow up questions. Are we talking like it's speed, or are we talking like when you're in third grade in PE and it's one, two? Are you going to do it like one, two, three, four, five? Is it it's with pace cap? Yeah, it's not like a one. Mississippi two. Mississippi. No, no, he's got to go. He's got to go. Like, it, it's like boom, 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 boom. Right. You know. Okay. So before I answer the question, when was the last time you skipped rope? Oh, wait, 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 a... wait, 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 wait. Let me also introduce this into the equation. Please do. Yesterday when he tried to mimic doing it um, with no rope, <laughs> okay, he lasted like 60 seconds before running out of breath. Not even 60 seconds. It was like 20 seconds, and I was completely gassed. But, you know, I'm a performer, Travis. You know, I mean, when, when the lights come sure? on. That's when I plan on yeah. doing my best. So I even asked if I should practice tonight and tomorrow before the golf tournament on Friday, and Laura has told me don't practice at all because I'm bound to get hurt, and so better to well, get hurt on the if, air. If the softball game is any indication of how it was going to go, you should probably not practice. That right. didn't seem to, to help you out all Bingo. that much. Right. Um, I, I, a hundred in a row cap at pace, I'm, I, I, no, I'm, I'm betting against you, my friend. Okay. He's betting the under. He's betting the okay. other smart man. Smart yeah. money there, Travis yeah. Rogers. And, by right. the way, not only am I going to be skipping the rope, but I'm also going to be doing the twist, twisty crisscrossing no, thing. No, he's not. He's yes, not. I am. <laughs> what, can I get odds on, like, 25 if he tries to cross? Yeah, is oh, there, yeah, there easily. Get, get easily. Buy yeah. some action at under 25 if he's yeah. crossing up? I can get you some offshore action on that for sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll work that in for you. Uh, Travis Rogers, Travis and Slee each and every morning, uh, 10 (laughs) a.m. right here on the station till 1 o'clock leading into Mason and Ireland. Then they lead into us. And, of course, tomorrow he'll be on the air with the pregame, him, Kirk Morrison, and the crew right here as the Rams get ready to defend their title. Travis, a pleasure, brother. Thanks for joining us. See you guys soon. Later, Trav. Uh, All right, coming up next, Radio Tinder in 90 seconds. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Thanks, Christopher. Super excited for Radio Tinder, just like Pat Bev. Yeah. Yes, Pat. There we go. Super excited. There we go. All right. uh, By the way, I loved JTT. He was like my guy. Like, that was probably like my first big crush when I was younger. You know, like Tiger Beat magazines and- yeah. Tiger Beat, what else? Well, Laura, what was the other ones called? Teen? Teen, teen, yeah, you know, the ones that you hang up on, on your walls. Yeah, yeah. I, See, I, had, I had Farrah Fawcett on my walls. I had yeah. JTT and... Who did you, uh, and who was it that you ran into at Del Mar the other day? Uh, oh, Bo Derek. Bo Derek, yeah, you had her on your Love wall. Love Bo Derek, too. right. And then I had Joe Montana. Yeah. I had Don Mattingly. Back really? Then. Yeah. And Ken Griffey Jr. Um, later in my, uh, in my early... You know, and when he was so, yeah, he probably came in the league 89, 90. Any, yeah, so I was, uh, like, I was like 12, yeah, when Ken Griffey Jr. came in the league. Any hot ladies on the wall? Because, again, I had the poster of Farrah Fawcett and, like, the Charlie's Angels. Any, you have anything like that? R.I.P. Farrah Oh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, dude. Oh, oh yeah, that's her. a good one. Yeah. She loved still looks her. great. Yeah. What was she good. on before um, Beverly Hills 90210? Yeah, Saved by the Bell. Yeah, yeah, she got famous. She was before Kelly. she was on 90210. Yeah. She's from yeah. Saved by I the Bell. I forgot she was dude. even on 90210. No, yeah. don't you remember her? She was so hot. I didn't really watch that show. It was too adult for me. Mm. Yeah, no, I saw 90210, but yeah, Saved by the Bell, dude. She was Kelly Kapowski. Facts. Though, I feel like you're a little old for Kelly Kapowski, no? No, I was, I was, I, I've got Saved by the Bell in my DNA. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you know that the Saved by the Hell, uh, Saved by the Hell, Saved by the Bell Beach House um, is right there on the Strand in Hermosa Beach? I did not know that. <laughs> that is wild. What's that sound you just made? <laughs> he just tried to do like a Regis Philbin, Johnny Carson kind right. of thing right now. That's correct. That's I was right. going to say, who is it supposed to be? Yeah. Right. It's supposed to be Dana Carvey, the comedian. Oh, gotcha. Doing okay. Johnny Carson. Carson. Okay. Yeah. Right. I did not know that. Right. Show, it was just so show. bad. I didn't yeah. know. I thought you were maybe trying to be Casey Kasem yeah. because that he is, was on Saved does, by the Bell. It does sound like Casey Kasem. That is wild. Okay. So, mm. during Sunday's broadcast of the Yankees Rays game on the Yes Network, Michael K., the longtime voice of the Yanks, made a very sad announcement. So, very, very sad announcement, but there's only one problem. Mm, um,. Yeah. He's apparently alive and well. Oh, Bob Trainer's not dead. Damn it! This, according to WFAN sports reporter Mike Mancuso, who tweeted, "Quote: Friends, something didn't feel right about the various reports of Bob's passing. So I reached out, and Bob called me this morning. Oh, jeez! Happy to say he's alive and doing well. Bob is thankful for all the kind words. <laughs> well, listen, I'll say this. Go ahead, ask your question. No, ahead, no, go, no go. word on the source of the bad info, but it had me wondering: Have you guys ever accidentally killed someone on the air? Swipe <laughs> so, left or swipe right? I have not accidentally killed someone, so I'll swipe left. But it is one of my biggest fears on the air. 
Um, so my friends at the Levitard show, they have a fine system, as I've told you guys before. Like, if you get somebody's name wrong, it's a dollar. If you, like, screw up, uh, you know, this or that, the other, it's $5. But the death, like, if you kill someone by accident, it's, like, 50 bucks. Like, so, yeah. So it's, like, ingrained, ingrained in my head that uh, you shouldn't kill anybody on the air. But uh, poor Michael K., he's such a professional and there, he had to be mortified finding out that that man was alive while also being happy that he's alive at the same time. Well, he wasn't the only guy, Michael K. I mean, a lot of people in the New York media also put out, you know, kind of their condolences for this guy, Bob Trainer. Right, but he didn't do it on a Yankee. They didn't do it on a right. Yankees broadcast. <laughs> right. I mean, but, it, but it's still, it's such a, and, I wonder how this all came that's to be. What, that's what I want to know. Like, I, yeah. there's, there's a good story like, behind this somewhere. Like, killed Bob Trainer, right. The, right. the guy who used to be the reporter at a radio station? Right, yeah. and, and, and the funny thing is, the guy, Mike Mancuso, who debunked the death, who said yeah. he was alive, he actually had previously shared the audio clip on his Twitter page of what I just played. And so he was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry to hear this, blah, blah, blah. So then his tweet was actually in response to his old tweet saying, sorry that I shared the bad information, the guy's yeah. not dead. Yeah, he called me. <laughs> <laughs> didn't I do this a few weeks ago? Didn't I say yes. somebody who's dead, yes. but they're really alive? Or maybe, who was it? You did I, kill somebody. I don't I know who it was. Lindsay, you would be broke. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, that's why we right. That's where I brought up the fine system the last yeah. time. Yes, we. I mean, if we installed a fine system, bro, you would be. Laura's right. You would be. Broke. We should. We should start that. I mean, not to steal a bit, but we all steal bits, right? Yeah. We should do yeah. it. I, I think we could come up with a, a like a maybe like a like a point system as opposed to a fine system. Yeah, maybe. the point so, system. Like, works. I don't remember who it was, but a few weeks ago I was like, you yeah, killed yeah, somebody. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, poor guy's dead. You know, I think it was like Bob Newhart or someone uh, like that. I don't, I don't know. know. Rest in peace. I mean, and then it was like, no, he's still alive. I'm like, oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah, might be. Yeah, yeah. Good thing he's still alive. Yeah. Good thing. What's next? Happy to hear. So, Brian Kelly's tenure at LSU is off to a great start, right, guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah. In the uh, first game of the season on primetime TV, we witnessed Kelly's squad have a potential game-tying extra point block to end the game, and it was rough. And after his first loss at LSU, of course, you know, that accent that he had is long gone now, but <laughs> uh, he seems to be a little bit on edge. So, he decided to diss reporters for being late to his press conference yesterday. So, yes, if you didn't catch that, one of the reporters said, maybe if you'd win, we'd be on time. Ooh, Would you guys yeah. ever take a swipe at a coach in a press conference like that? Swipe left or swipe right, Cappy? Um, which way do you think I'm going to swipe? I know you're going to swipe right. You're darn uh, right yep. I am. Yeah. I, I hate bullies. Yeah. I don't care if it's in an office place, if it's a coach to the media, if it's players to the media. I hate bullies and i refuse to be bullied so when bill belichick does it or or when you know brian kelly does it, i'm not taking that from you man no way so i just feel like he's so arrogant you know like what what i, I told you guys press conference one o'clock it's 102 what, where are you people like coach i know you think you're a big superstar maybe you should have stayed at notre dame i mean so you were a big superstar there I, I, I am also going to swipe right. I've had, uh, it's very, not very early, but earlier in my career as a young, young talk show host where I used to have, um, let's just say I didn't get along really well with uh, Dave Wanstead, okay, who was the, uh, at the time, the Dolphins coach. Uh, mm -hmm. Your boy, he coached Pitt and he's mm -hmm. a Pitt guy, right. um, Cappy. And he's a nice man, um, but 
I just, you know, I didn't think he was a great head coach. Like, he's just, you know, I, I've, look, if I'm being honest, I'll just say what I always used to say about him. I feel like the guy would have been a high school football coach if he didn't ride Jimmy Johnson's coattails, okay? So I'll just say it. What the hell? Um, you know, it's 15, 20 years later. Why not? Right. Well, um, he's listening right now, of course, because yeah, he's probably. in town doing college football, I'm sure, for Fox, right? right? Probably. But that's what I said. So I'm not going to back down from what I mean. He's definitely, he definitely remembers what I said 20 years ago. So he's not going to forget just if he happens to be listening now. Kick so, your ass. As a matter of fact, when I was on Fox Sports back in the day, I filled in for Tony Bruno one time, and he was a regular guest with Tony Bruno, <laughs> and he didn't come on because I was on. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So anyhow, um, I got into a lot with him over the years, and uh, one time at a press conference, they had a punt returner that they liked or whatever, and um, the guy fumbled. You know, the ball inside the he kept like you know he kept botching the 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 the, the punts right mm-hmm. um, in like this preseason game. And I said, you know, do you have any worries about, you know, the return game, blah, blah, blah. It was just a very innocuous question, you know. Mm -hmm. And he gave me like a snarky answer, right, and just kind of kept it moving. And then I said, I guess, well, maybe you'll be more concerned if he uh, keeps fumbling inside the five. And uh, and everybody just was like, Whoa. <laughs> because it's true. Like, don't be a jerk. Like, you know, answer the question. It's a legit question. Um, now, what she did was a little more out of bounds because it wasn't a football thing. Right. Um, but, you know, I ain't mad at her. No, I kind of liked it. I kind of like I think that the media down there in Baton Rouge is looking at him like, OK, Mr. Cool Notre Dame guy who came down here and did some stupid dance with a recruit. Um, win games, and we'll all be here and show you the respect. And otherwise, um, win, and we'll show yeah. up. I liked yeah. it. I forgot uh, about the dance. Yeah, the dance was terrible. Um, speaking of winning, we win every week when uh, Blake Harris, our Dodgers insider, joins us. Now, normally on Thursdays, but because we're not going to be on tomorrow because of the Rams-Bills game, Blake is going to join us today. Dodgers had a day game today against the Giants, and they won. So we'll talk to Blake. I want to talk to him specifically. I know we've talked a lot about Craig Kimbrell, Cappy, but mm-hmm. there is something going brewing with Craig Kimbrell that we need to discuss, and it's actually kind of funny. So we'll get to that coming up. Blake's going to join us in just a moment. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. 
Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. You know, George, I got to tell you, man, I really love salami. So does Mateo. I do too. It's good. Yeah, I was gonna say I, salami's delicious. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's good. It's I, I mean it's not like my, my go to like uh, you know on a charcuterie board, but uh, you know I like it. It's See, mine. But when I when I was a kid though, my mom would always get salami, Hebrew national salami at the deli. Yeah, you know, and then she would buy those like big long sticks of salami yeah. that you would chop up into yeah, like yeah. big chunks, the thicker ones. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm more into like like you just said a charcuterie board, like kind of like salami, cheese, a little you know, prosciutto. a little more adult a little kind prosciutto. of prosciutto. Oh yeah, very a nice little prosciutto. But, but I love salami. Yeah, Mateo loves mm. salami. The kid can eat salami all day. It's so good. We literally pack it in his lunch. We buy nice. more salami in this house than anything else. Yeah, you guys, you guys buy Hebrew National salami. What kind of salami? I you don't, buy? I don't know. I think we just buy some Italian. I feel thing like Hebrew National. No, you buy like the good kind. Yeah, you, know? you, yeah. Buy, you that buy is some the good Italian kind. salami. That yeah. is the Hebrew National is like the Oscar Mayer of salami. No, 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 not no. salami. I don't think no, Hebrew no. National is salami good. Like, yes, they're very good. That's what I'm saying. No, yeah. I mean, I right think now. of them as like a hot dog good. Yes. It's the yeah. same thing. The commercialized thing that you no. the pre-wrapped, like, you know. You know. No. You got to go man. salami, you go, if you go Italian meats, you go Italian. Yeah, like but Columbus. I'm just telling you guys right now, <laughs> Hebrew National Salami's bomb. The one, the one I always get from Pavilions, it's like in a black package with green writing. That's a good one. Yeah, of course, because it's... I get uh, the Columbus one from Costco. You can find that Pavilion. I, think I like the one that's got the three go. different kinds in it. It's got like the dry salami, the pepper something salami, and the other kind of salami. And you open it up and you got three different kinds of salami. You guys know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yes, yeah. I do. Let's ask Blake what kind of salami yeah. he likes. Yeah. My kid, by the way, you know how they do those things, um, you know, you know, when the kids go to school, whatever, like I go into this school, I'm this year's old, whatever, my favorite food. Favorite food. Wife wrote in salami because it's nice. a real deal. That's great. I'll tell you right now, Hebrew National Salami with yellow mustard on white bread. Uh, I'm going to have try it he's the Whoa. taste tester on yeah salami. let me know what he thinks okay you know he didn't like your voice that one time i know but he might like my salami good taste, that kid. okay all right good taste that kid good taste yeah he, he did he was all good when ireland was talking and then you spoke and he's got a very soothing voice ireland yeah uh all right let's talk to balake blake harris is our dodger insider subscribe to his Substack. follow him on twitter at blake harris tbla is where you find him on twitter all right blake so we've talked a lot this season about craig kimbrell okay uh, but apparently there has been a change with Craig Kimbrell in his approach, let's call it. And it has, it's it's bearing fruit, let's say. Uh, for those that aren't familiar with his uh, change to his approach, what do you got for us? Yeah, if uh, MLB fans thought that the best closer entrance was Edwin Diaz's trumpet song, they're mistaken because uh, Craig Kimbrell now is coming out of the bullpen in the ninth inning to let it go. I think this is a, an Academy Award-winning song, too. Yeah. Beautiful. I love this song. Beautiful. So he's coming out of the bullpen to this, right? It's a stark contrast to, uh, you know, America's Most Wanted uh, that Kenley used to come out to, you know, so. And California Love prior to that. So. So what? What does anybody know what motivated this change? And by the way, he's been... Um, He's only allowed a hit in six appearances and has a he's a zero ERA since he changed to let it go. But is there a story, Blake, as to how he cha- yeah, why he there, changed? Yeah, so a few weeks ago, the Dodgers celebrated uh, Women's Day at Dodger Stadium, and they essentially had their spouses or their kids pick a song sung by a girl to be their walkout song. And there were some good ones, by the way, but Craig Kimbrell, I believe his kids picked out uh, Let It Go, 
And he had his like first one, two, three outing in about you know a month and a half, and he ended up keeping it. And yeah, ever since he made this his uh, song, he has had six appearances, no hits, and no runs. So whatever it is, uh, the power of Elsa is uh, keeping Craig from allowing <laughs> runs, and keep it keep it as long because uh, I, I need Adina Menzel in October. In Game 7 of the World Series, I need her belting this live at Dodger Stadium like they did last week with Edwin Diaz with the Mets. I need a, I need Adina Menzel to do a live performance of this when Craig Kimball comes out. It's not a bad call. All maybe right, she well, should, Maybe she should do, like, the anthem, you know, before a game, and then the seventh inning stretch, right. maybe they should do something like this, let it go. Perfect. Just throwing out ideas. Oh, my God. This song, though, is giving me uh, flashbacks of when this song used to blare in my house every day. I understand, dude. I do. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hey, I mean, look, if it, if it works for Kimbrell, I mean, he wasn't so good before this, so let's just take it, you know? Let's roll with it. Let's let it go. Hey. Let it go. Let hey. the pass go. Yeah. Yeah, all I, that I criticism. and All's forgiven. Yeah. All is forgiven? Everything's good? Well, for now. Yeah. Um, for now. Like, Until he allows another run and we hate him again. But I, I, I appreciate him sticking with this song. Um, Frost him for doing that for his family. Okay, there you go. Hey, Blake, listen, um, I, one of the things about this Dodger team that's so uh, entertaining, I think, I mean, look, they've clearly run away with the division, but certain guys who you expect to perform perhaps didn't while other guys stepped up and did. One of those guys is Max Muncy, who all of a sudden, at least in the last couple of days, has caught fire. You know, two home runs yesterday, another home run today. What, what do you think's going on with Max Muncy? Yeah, I think what's going on is just the Dodgers were patient and he finally found his swing again because, you know, the first few months of the year, he was one of the worst hitters in baseball. I know we talked about him a lot on this show and I said, by having a huge, you know, lead in the division, the Dodgers have the ability to just continue to throw him out there, give him at bats, and it's made off for him. And this isn't just a hot stretch. I think going back to about August 1st, he's been one of the best power hitters in all of baseball. He has 10 home runs over his last 30 games, OPS just under 1,000. So, I think it took three or four months for him to get healthy, get that elbow going. But I think this is the Max Muncy vote. This is the Max Muncy that's gotten MVP votes in years past. And he looks fantastic. And if the Dodgers can get a healthy Max Muncy for October, as if their lineup already wasn't as deadly as it is, uh, they're going to be untouchable, I think, if uh, they're getting old Muncy uh, come October. So, Blake, how'd you feel about Kershaw today? I thought he looked good. I mean, he went six innings, which I believe this is his second outing since uh, coming off the I.L. And he even said following the game, he only made three bad pitches. All three were hits. One of them was a two-run home run. But he looked fantastic. Last week in New York, I know he struggled with command, had three walks in the first inning. It was like the first time he you know, walked in a run in about seven or eight years. No walks today. So I know it's only the Giants, but I thought this was a really encouraging start from Clayton Kershaw. And like I said, my biggest takeaway was the fact that he was able to go six innings. And I think he could have gone a seventh, but the Dodgers played it smart with him, which I totally get behind. Beginning of the season, we were talking a lot about Cody Bellinger. What's going to happen with Bellinger? Here we are late in the season, and he's hitting sub-200. What do you think about where he's going to fit in to this Dodgers team going into the playoffs? Yeah, I'm still not really sure. I think the Dodgers are going to give him a few weeks to hopefully figure things out. But come October, you need to have your nine best guys in your starting lineup. At this point, Trace Thompson, he needs to be in there every day. I mean, he has earned a starting job. And then you're going to have left field to essentially decide between Joey Gallo, Chris Taylor, and Cody Bellinger. So I think it's going to be dependent on matchups, who's on the mound. 
I think Cody Bellinger might be used more as a leading defensive replacement. But, you know, I, I hate to say it for a guy like him, but his bat's a liability right now. And I just don't think the Dodgers were going to trust him in October. But still, he's got four weeks to figure it out. But as of right now, um, I think he's probably going to be on the bench more than he has starts games for the Dodgers in the postseason. Yeah, and Chris Taylor hasn't been very good either, so Gallo may probably get some of those at-bats is, uh, is my guess. But uh, all right, real quick, Blake, because we only got about two minutes here, so we got to roll in a second. But uh, our guy Cappy, you know, um, he, um, he gets a little carried away, right? I'm just overconfident, that's all. Yeah, yeah, he gets a little carried away. So last year at our golf tournament, it's our golf tournament again on, on Friday, Last year, he said he could do 50 push-ups, and I'm like, bro, just, you know, just, just do 40. Like, you can knock out 40. I feel confident. He's like, no, no, 50-50. And then 43, he almost collapsed and died and, like, had a heart attack. Um, <laughs> all true. And, all true. Yeah. I admit it. And now this year, he says, I don't even know how we got into this discussion, that he can jump rope really well. And uh, he says he can do 100. Um, he can jump rope 100 straight times without screwing up and, like, with actual pace, okay? So... I mean, he went as far as to say he could do, like, the whole crisscross stuff and, like, figure eights with the jumper, which none of us buy. Double, but, doubles, like, you know, where you go two in a row without, yeah. like, stopping. You know yeah, what you I mean? Go, like, foo, 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 yep, foo. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's so, exactly the sound. Now, do you believe that – what is the over-under that you're going to set at jumping rope for Cappy on Friday in a 100-degree temperature um, before he screws up? So just to be clear, these are like quick like jump ropes. Like he's doing like quick jumps. It's not yeah. like yep. a yep. one, two, nope. so it's nope. quick one. Yep. I over under, I'll put it at uh Cappy seems like he's in good shape when I saw him a few weeks ago, so I'm gonna put the over under at about sixty five. Yeah. 65. But not a hundred. Yeah. Yeah, it's jumping rope's hard. I did it a couple of weeks ago and I was down at the gym and I got about forty five seconds in and I was like, Yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah. I understand that. Yesterday I was uh, showing George some of my skills in the studio. Yeah, without a rope. Right, and I was just showing off my skills, and um, I don't know, dude. I was like maybe 10, 10 in, and I was like breathing real, real heavy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah. I'm gonna you may want to lower that 65 number is what I'm saying. Blake, how many do you think you could yeah, do? maybe a little. If we're talking, I mean, I, I could probably get at least 30. I can get a third of the way there at least, but. I, I'm going to need, like, an epic song playing in the background. I'm going to need a crowd of probably 30 to 40 people just cheering me on. Right. If I can get all that, I can make it happen. But if yeah. you're Laura, me Laura to doesn't believe myself, you, Blake, because she says you didn't finish your beers that day. So. <laughs> well, to be, yeah, to be fair. Hey, God love for you, Laura Blake. Was but, yeah. she, Laura was saying, Blake, no more. you got to take the goal line back. And I That's said, Laura, true. I made a bet. And she said, no, Blake, we're going to stop you right here. But I, I appreciate it, Laura. I did. Yeah, yeah uh, but well, dead me out five. I, 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 he wanted you to finish. He was like, no, dude, we got to do it for the bit. I'm like, bro, the guy can't drink six more beers. He's yeah, like, we got to do it for enough, the bit, enough, man. Enough, enough, enough. So, uh, yeah, Cap- Cappy was there making sure. I didn't keep going, too. He was like, I, I can't let this kid make it to 12. I won't do it. <laughs> Blake, we appreciate, as always, you uh, you know putting up with our nonsense and giving us all this great information. Follow him on Twitter, at Blake Harris, T-B-L-A. And, of course, subscribe to his Substack. We do. He's got over 1,000 subscribers because he's got great Dodger information. We'll talk to you next week, dude. Sounds good, guys. Salami is overrated. Oh, shot on the way out. Hot take. Hey, football fans, you want to win 100 bucks for picking five games against the spread? Download the Cover 5 app for free. You compete with us, me and Cappy, each and every week to win 100 bucks. And here's what you need to do. Download the Cover 5 app. Use the code SK, as in Sedano and Cap, 22. 
SK22 to join our show league. At the end of the season, the winner of the Sedano Cap League of the whole season will be invited to an exclusive experience, a tequila mandala tasting with us. So download the Cover 5 app, join our league with the code SK22.